0: Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. Hope you're having a great week. I just finished a small bowl of black cherry ice cream. I gotta tell you, that's some good stuff. So it's a good week for me so far and a nice uh, afternoon slash evening having my uh, my black cherry ice cream before recording the podcast. Anyways, um, this week we're going to be talking about... The different, the three pillars of pickleball, and what I'm going to do this week is I had a an opportunity this morning to play some pickleball with one of the legends of the sport. I'll tell you about it in the in the podcast. And what I what I came away from it with was thinking about it on the three pillars and comparing his game and my game, uh, and in in our current state of affairs, and if you will, and as how we play the game. I think you're going to find it interesting. And what I'm hoping to do is tie that in a way that help you with your game as you try and work on your improvement and then in the riff i'm going to give you a specific challenge for you to work on so let's jump into the podcast so the verdict is in and the paddle that cj johnson myself tony roig and my wife jill are all playing with is the new icon paddle a relatively new icon paddle from diadem pickleball we've actually been playing with this paddle for several months now and uh, we wanted to make sure it performed up to our expectations. And I got to tell you, this is an awesome paddle. It has some of the best playability of any paddle that we've ever played with. And Jill's arm that used to have the ice after she played no longer needs icing. So it's an awesome paddle. If you want to read more about the paddle, I'll link to the full review down in the show notes. And if you use the code VIPickleball at Diet and Pickleball, you'll get our discount. If you decide to give the Diadem Icon Paddle a try, send me an email, tony at wearepickleball.com, and let us know how it went. As I mentioned earlier this morning, I got to play with one of the legends of the game. Uh, Actually, two legends. Uh, Gigi Fernandez is a legend in tennis. One day, probably a legend in pickleball as well, but in tennis, she's a legend in in the tennis game. And the legend in pickleball I got to play with this morning is a gentleman by the name of Scott Moore, if you've been around pickleball and play, pay attention to tournaments or anything. Uh, you know Scott's name. Uh, he's one of been one of the best players in pickleball for a number of years, and he's one of the top uh, senior pro players currently on the tour. I play senior pro as well, but I've never had the opportunity to play uh, against Scott in a tournament. So today was my first time playing um, on the same court as Scott. And as a student of the game, I wanted to see how a player like Scott approached pickleball what what did he do when he was on the court physically like how did he move how did he hit the ball Uh, you know what kind of strategy did he implement when he played the game was he playing a soft game a hard game things like that and also the you know just just how he carried himself as a pickleball player and when i got done i i spent some time thinking about it and i thought it'd be interesting for the podcast to share with you my observations of a player like scott along the three pillars of pickleball, the mechanical, the strategic, and the athletic. If you're not familiar with the three pillars of pickleball, I'm going to talk about them some in this podcast, but if you want to know more about them and if you want to have some help with how to the specific things that you can do to try and improve along the pillars, if you go to wearepickleball.com, we have a three pillars of pickleball guide that you can download uh, that we'll send you, and you can um, take a look at it, and it'll really help you think about the game in a more actionable way. Uh, way and help you improve your game. So when I looked at Scott's play, on the mechanical side that what most jumped out was he had very compact strokes and he um, and he was very efficient with his movement around the court. So if you looked at how he came at the ball, how he hit the ball, everything was very compact out in front, paddle ready all the time. And so hardly ever made a mistake. Uh, I was out with out played. I played three games with him. Two of them were to 15 because we were practicing those, and then one game went to 13. The 11 went to 13. So we played a lot of rallies. I I don't know that he missed more than two third shots the whole time. So very consistent, uh, very repeatable stroke mechanic that he has. And so when you look at when you play a player like that who can just hit the ball over and over again, that's something that's very daunting to play against, or someone who's very daunting to play against because that kind of player doesn't make a lot of mistakes. So one thing that we can do is we can focus on that for our games. When we're focusing on the mechanical pillar, what we're trying to do is we're trying to have a stroke mechanic that allows us to repeatedly hit the ball over the net, into the court in a way that we want it to be, right? Not a pop-up and things like that, but basically to accomplish the objective that we're trying to accomplish with our ball, with the shot. And Scott certainly can do that. And that is something that, as a pickleball player, whether you're a 2-5, a 3-5, or any level you can also work on that. So you can, you know, if you're hitting right now at a 55% rate, get it to a 60% rate and so on and so forth until you get to the same point as Scott. Um, You know, Scott is a fantastic player. He hit some really nice shots and there is he has a few shots that maybe you say, well, okay, that shot really may not be available to a player who's a 3-5 or a 4-0. Mechanically, it's just a difficult shot to execute. But I will tell you that the vast majority of the shots that Scott hit today are shots that are mechanically available To any player out there, myself, whether you're a 3-5, a 4-0, it doesn't matter. You can hit the same sort of shot. You just need to develop the same amount of consistency as Scott has by working on the shot. That's how you improve on the mechanical pillar. On the strategic pillar, which is the, the strategic pillar is what shot to hit when. So it's basically intentionality and trying to accomplish your objectives while you're out there. What I took away from Scott's game was how important or how, not just important, but how effective the soft game is. We've been talking about the soft game for a few months now. We did a blog on it. Uh, you can find it at wearepickleball.com. Uh, but, you know, and the soft game is used by the best players. Scott is one of the best players, one of the best pickleball players on the planet. And Scott uses the soft game. I saw him drive from the baseline one or maybe two shots today, and that's it. And if you watch Scott's um, tournament footage on YouTube, any tournament he's played, what you're going to see is you're going to see him employing a soft game strategy, and that is what he uses to win at the highest levels. What's beautiful about the soft game is the soft game is a strategy that is available to all players. Just like I said with the mechanical pillar, the, the approach that Scott brings to the game or uses in the game is not an approach that you need to have played college tennis or you need you know some sort of a Olympic gymnastic background or something to be able to do. The soft game is a is an approach to the game that is available to everybody listening to this podcast, and so what's the 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 good news about that right is that you can play the same way that Scott plays at least that have that same approach to the game if you choose to do so, uh, and so that's what we recommend to you, and what you what was beautiful about watching Scott play is that you didn't he he didn't ever hit a shot that you. You kind of looked at it and went, "Well, that probably wasn't a great selection there, right?" Even if he missed or made it, it didn't matter. My point is, is that he didn't hit a ball, and you were like, well, "That was kind of weird, uh, weird selection." Whereas I can tell you personally, I will hit balls, and um, you know, I'll be like, "Well, that wasn't a really good selection at that point." You're attacking from under the net, or you know, trying to do something that doesn't make sense under in that situation. With Scott, you never really saw that. And so what it shows you is a really high IQ for the game and an intentionality in everything that he did out there. So that's something that all of us, anybody listening to this podcast can aspire to and ultimately achieve with some work. The last pillar is the athletic pillar. That's the body-mind connection, the body-mind part of the game. And what I noticed about Scott was Scott is clearly someone who's in, in a fantastic shape. Uh, he's a senior pro player, so he's Got to be over 50. I don't know if he's 60 or what exactly what his age is, but he's definitely over 50. And I'll tell you that uh, he is in fantastic shape. Uh, he moves around the court very well. Uh, and I, I assure you that is not simply because he woke up, you know, this morning and all of a sudden his body worked that way. He is a person who is dedicated to his craft and dedicated to his game. And he, you know, works on it. So his, you can tell he works on his body and you can also tell he works on the mind because his He was very calm out there, uh, never seemed to get flustered, win, lose, or draw. He didn't win every game out there today, and he was not flustered when he lost. He was not flustered when he missed a shot. And so you saw uh, uh, just a a well-rounded athlete body and mind. And again, those are things that, regardless of your level, are things that you can start working on to improve yourself, your body, and improve your mind, which will improve your pickleball play. So... As you work on your own game, as you work on your own relationship with pickleball, remember that there's those three pillars, the mechanical, which is the how-to, the, the mechanical part of the game, the strategic, the what shot to hit when, understanding the game, seeing the game, things like that, and the athletic, which is your body and mind, which are the tools that you need in order to execute when you're out on the pickleball court. So hopefully that'll help you out as you're continuing on your path to improvement. And always remember that if we can do anything to help you at We Are Pickleball, please uh, join us. And we'll do our best to get you uh, where you want to be as a pickleball player. If you want to hear my challenge to you, I'm going to give you a specific challenge on one of the pillars. Stay tuned for the riff. If you want to have the most fun you've ever had on the pickleball court, while at the same time learning the skills and strategies that you need to play your best pickleball, check out our We Are Pickleball Camps. You can find out more at wearepickleball.com forward slash camps. I'll link to it below in the show notes. When you're ready to treat yourself to the best and most immersive pickleball camp available anywhere, join us at a we Are pickleball camp. You'll find our 2022 schedule in the link below. This much fun should be illegal. I thought we could use the rift this week to put out a challenge that ties into the three pillars we've been talking about: the mechanical, strategic, and athletic. So let's give you a challenge that has to do with your body. Let's give it, let's start let's start off with a low bar here. What we're going to do is over the next seven days, the challenge is for you each day to do one uh, activity that is tied to your balance. And I'm going to give you an easy one. The easy one is what you're going to do is stand near uh, near a countertop, like at your kitchen or your bathroom or something at first, just to make sure you can do this. And then you can work away from here. And all you're going to do is you're going to put your hands on the countertop just to balance yourself. Then you're going to lift one leg off the off the floor and hold the other you know ground one foot on the in the into the into the floor and then lift your other leg off the ground right so you're basically standing on one leg is what you're doing then what you're going to do is is if you can let go of the counter right or maybe hold on with one finger things like that eventually you want to be able to do that on both of your legs to just hold your balance once you've mastered that you can start moving the the leg that's lifted around so you basically The the foot that's off the ground, you move it to the front, to the side, to the back, behind the other leg, things like that, to challenge yourself. If that becomes too easy, try it with your eyes closed. What's amazing about balance is that not only is it necessary uh, for your regular life, it's great to have better balance. You'll be amazed at how it'll impact your pickleball game as you're out there trying to move around and dink balls and things like that. Better balance equal better pickleball. Hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. I wish you all a happy week this week. If you enjoyed the podcast, please give it a review on whatever platform you're listening to it. And as always, if you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends. Remember, if you like the podcast, they probably will too. Be well, and we'll see you next week.